This is MGIF, a travelling podcast featuring cosy, funny and interesting game leaning chats with a variety of folk from all across the country, but mostly London because that's where I live. Come with me on a journey peppered with the sounds of travel, the outdoors and the hubbub of various middle class outlets as we chat games, culture and anything else we want to talk about because it's my podcast and I can do what I want, okay? That podcast once again... It's MGIF. Oh my god. We're back. And we're slightly different. This is episode one of the imaginatively newly titled MGIF podcast. Where do I get the ideas from, guys? I just don't know. As you'll hear, I've had a slight rebrand, mainly because I want to expand the remit and chat to anyone and everyone about video games and anything else that comes up. But don't worry, we'll still have game developers on and all kinds of people, but I just want to broaden this as much as I can because games are everywhere, right? Episode one is with the amazing, brilliant, wonderful, funny, warm, majestic, my guy, Masood Milas. Masood is a stand-up comedian and he has his very own podcast, don't you know? Imagine that. It's called Mystery on the Rocks, a very silly podcast where comedians Chris Stokes, Masood Milas and Seuss Kempner tackle real unsolved mysteries and unexplained phenomena and drink very fine cocktails. I may or may not have read that off the bio. I met up with Masood in Stoke Newington's Loading Bar where we sat down, we had a good chinwag about all kinds of things about Masood's relationship with games, how he simultaneously has loads of deep cuts in games and the sort of stuff he likes, but also feels like he's not really part of the scene. So we explore that a bit because I found that really interesting. We also have a good bang on the arcades that are inside Loading Bar in Stoke Newington. We get a bit of crazy taxi going. We get a bit of point blank going. And we also get a bit of, I think it's called 18-wheeler American truck simulator or something like that. Not as much of a classic, but hey, we still had fun on it, all right? So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this fantastic chat with the brilliant, amazing, hilarious, my guy, Masood Milas. I seem to remember a brand of 58s that didn't... You know what? That might be 48s. Boy, is my face red. <laughs> um, <laughs> in which they uh, they didn't have a switch. I'm sure of it. I didn't realize I was in the presence of a 58. Well, Bro. listen, when you, work, uh, when you work comedy as long as I have, you got to know your mics. I did uh, like the sort of... Was you picked up your mic technique, you're sort of flicking it around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right just like... Yeah. Just and I have to tell that. you where to put it. It's a uh, no, no. It's, uh, the one, there's two things I always enjoy when you were working with a professional in a podcast sense, and one of them is when they know where to hold the mic, mm. and the other is when they plug in their headphones. When you, when you, ah, oh, the amount of times I've recorded stuff with people, and they're like, they didn't plug me headphones in, and you're like, ah, oh, great, okay, <laughs> why, that's fucked. Why, why, why is he northern, please? <laughs> any any inf- current there's, influence? You're like, I didn't put me headphones in. Me headphones oh dear, oh dear. It's it's my that and Cockney are my two go-to British accents. <laughs> That I do, in regardless of you've got two. That's uh, there you go. 200%. That's two. That's most American. That's most. That oh yeah yeah. My favorite is. Were we talking about this, or I was talking about this with somebody else? Is like there's an episode of the TV show Castle where uh, they have somebody from 
strangely enough, Newcastle on the show. They're trying to interview him. And he's talking in a made-up accent and <laughs> apparently language that is from the UK. They're like, it's like Cockney rhyme. It's like somebody, basically, what happened is, it feels like somebody went, um, write this character. He's British, but he talks in like a weird code. And they're like, okay. Didn't do any research. Just was like, <laughs> I'll just fucking make it up as I go along. And... Uh, is like part of it feels like Cockney rhyming slang, and you're like, oh, nope, that does that's not Cockney rhyming slang. That's totally made up. None of it makes any sense. It's so a the, lot of fun, though. So the guy, so they just brought someone in and said, "You're going to be from Newcastle." Yes. And he went, mm, "I imagine it sounds. It like sounds this. a little bit like this," <laughs> and then proceeds to talk in an accent from no country on earth. What is Castle? Oh, Castle is a TV show with Nathan Fillion from Firefly right. fame. Who is like very popular amongst a certain subset of nerds, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's great. Like he's a great fun actor, but I think like he's one of those people who've come along in the kind of uh, there's a period of the '90s in which he was like, we're like, oh shit, he's gonna be like this big kind of sci-fi star, and unfortunately, mm. it sort of didn't really happen. But he still gets constant work. I always think that's better than being one of those people. Who doesn't get Ooh, any yeah. work ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like appears in like one thing and then like one thing. Yeah. It's like you want to be somebody who's like just always working. I think if you're the sort of person who gets, you know, a, a place at a con, mm. you know you're getting work, whatever it is you're going to yeah. be. You're going to have something to do, right? It just Absolutely. depends what you care about more. Like oh, for sure. stable income, especially in the freelance sort oh, of position, right? A hundred percent is like I've always been like, you. you almost want to be that person the people like oh it's them from you know <laughs> like that everyone yeah, yeah like everyone stops watching the show and imdbs you while the show instead of concentrating on the stories <laughs> yeah like, oh, it's them from the thing and then reminisce about another show you're in you want to be that person mm. absolutely over mm. uh, yeah not that the, the other way is bad but yeah in a freelance sense Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just I want to be working all the time all without the time. having to think about it. I want to be as close to not being freelance as I can whilst being freelance. 100%. Yeah. Wait, like, it sounds like nonsense. Like it shouldn't make sense, right? Yeah. It's almost like people go like, well, then why don't you just get a regular job? It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I want to do the fun stuff. Mm. I want to be a free spirit that doesn't care about anything apart from when I do care me. about no work. No work. Yet. Yes. Which is bad. <laughs> I don't want that. I do. I want always work. Yes, please. Because you know that's that must have been. Look at my Segway. Look at my Segway. <laughs> Check me on my Segway. Look at my Segway. Beep beep. <laughs> look at my little Segway. <laughs> that's that's me like doing a little little drift, little Tokyo drift on it. And I've drifted into the next question. Yeah. Speaking of regular work, work. Yeah. That must have been a challenge for you when the pandemic struck uh yeah and you had to rethink a lot of what work looked like and stuff mm. so i i was very fortunate that i got into i have i do a lot of voice acting mm. or some voice acting i say a lot i've done a lot of voice acting but uh <laughs> i love how you yeah i did a bit of uh, a lot of voice acting a bit of timbre in there uh, a lot a lot of voice acting uh and so that was that was super great so i managed to get a lot of that work and then that carried me through the the pandemic. But then also, I also tried my hand at streaming, which was a little bit of income as well on Twitch. So I did a little bit of that, which was, uh, yeah, an interesting endeavor. Right. Um, in that, I think it's, I think it's, uh, 
hmm, how can I put this? Streaming is an interesting platform, I think, especially with video games, because I think there's something very exciting about the personality, watching a personality play stuff. Mm. And somebody that you like or enjoy spending time with play stuff. As streaming myself, I found that there was some conflicts for me. Hmm. Because I think, like, I love playing games. And I like talking. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's a there's a point where, like, I think I found it too much. I think also because I was I just recently become a, a father, so it was like there was a lot of mental juggling happening in my brain. Yeah, and like, and so I, I also got it onto into my head that I'm like I've got to do it for three hours, uh, this amount of time a week, and stuff like that. And I think like mentally that I start I was like. I can't do this. <laughs> There's a part of your brain where you're like, no, nah, something's got to give and I can't not look after my children. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 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 <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You mm. can't just sort of leave them to it mm. as much as you'd like to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you tried a few different things, didn't you? A few yeah. different uh, approaches. You were you were making cocktails, right? And you were making yes. So I was making cocktails uh, uh, on a Tuesday, and then I was trying. I, there was one thing which I still think is a fun idea, uh, where it was like almost a um, a travel show or travel log show without leaving your house. So like you just <laughs> go through Google Maps, and I think I, I sort of got the germ of the idea, and and played around with it a little bit. So like I initially went to places I had already been to. Yeah. So I'd have something to talk about and riff off the back of, and I feel like it's a fun idea with a big enough audience and maybe even a live thing to be honest i sort of yeah i think that could be quite fun um because it's yeah you, you've got a lot of scope for either people in the audience or people if you're streaming going oh i know this place or yeah oh hey what about this thing and you jumping off into a story around that which is quite fun um but the cocktails thing is because i i do a another show where i make cocktails on it mm-hmm. it's a true crime show and because i love cocktails i just love making cocktails <laughs> and i was like well i need an excuse to drink every week so <laughs> here we go yes. and so that was that was fun plus i also think that cocktails a lot of people much like cooking <clears throat> and most things like uh, well co- cocktails and cooking people like think they're like oh my god it's so difficult to make a cocktail it's like not really if you can if you have a jug and two liquids. You can make a cocktail. <laughs> it's very, very simple. Like a like a blackcurrant ribena. Mm. Water, a little bit of cordial. A little bit of, yeah. Technically, Swish that's a cocktail. Together, you got yourself a cocktail, baby. Oh, you got yourself a cocktail, baby. <laughs> Put it in a fancy glass. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so it, you had that variety to it, and then you stream games as well yeah because you are you're you're a games adjacent sort of guy yes right? <laughs> <laughs> and i want I'm, i feel like i'm as we entered as i entered here and i was sort of looking in the window <laughs> that's how i feel about the gaming it's like i obviously play games and i love them and i'd like to get more involved in that world yeah but I, I definitely feel like i'm like hello <laughs> standing yeah, outside pinning your face to the the window to of the, the, and the making games. funny faces <laughs> <laughs> can i come in yeah can i play quite literally right <laughs> Um, yeah, and it interests me thinking about the different ways that games sort of play a part in people's lives because there's lots. I feel like there's lots of different arms to it now in terms of you can be really into them, but in really different ways. I feel so. Mm. So I like to get really into the 
design details that really interests me yeah just like oh why did they make it like this why did they make it like that which is why i've done a lot of stuff around game devs in general because i like to see what they're doing i still have no idea how they make games i don't have a fucking clue like i've been <laughs> used to been in those studios for like day, you know years just yeah. watching them make and i'm like what are they how did they do that how are they <laughs> what but like just just the i've got the very top level of like just going oh we might do this we might do that we're yeah. gonna do that <laughs> but like just just having an appreciation for the fucking the effort mm. and enjoying it on a ideas level and a, and a kind of a design decisions that you can see in the final thing right so no actual yeah. technical knowledge that i could use of <laughs> any use just just so i can sit at home by myself and go oh, hmm yeah and, and that stuff really interests me yeah but then i'm not like a i think another arm of it you could argue is the kind of the fandom thing yes which is fine but it's, it's i'm just so far removed from that so someone yeah. who's just totally uh you know, you immerse yourselves like you get you buy all the merchandise. You've got a yeah. You've got a you've got a um, Last of Us uh, coffee filter. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> whatever. Do you know what I mean? You've got like all this. Kind I of imagine stuff. they're all brown. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> exactly. And you just yeah, like all your stuff. I do have some Street Fighter t-shirts. Okay, so that is yeah. But but there's something where you are like, currently wearing a Zangief. Yeah, I am wearing the Sangeef <laughs> one right now. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a crossover. It's fine. It's not official. It's yeah. cool. It's I like fine. it. I like that that design. <laughs> it's good. Um, you know, so so I'm not saying I don't drip into that side of it a bit. I think it's only fighting games, to be honest. But um, but yeah, that that's that feels like a whole other thing to me, where people yeah. might not necessarily give that much of a shit about the design. They'd, they'd probably like to think of it look at yeah. it a little bit that way but it's more like uh when this character this happened to this character i it was like so important to me and i felt this is my life and and i'm like that and and i'm i love this character so much that right. it's like just that extra level i'm like nothing i don't think anything's that important to me. <laughs> <laughs> which might be a personal failing but but you know i like i just go what, what is it okay like yeah Maybe that's just uh, some sort of enthusiasm limiter that I have in it my just, brain, just chemicals wise. Right? <laughs> it's that ceiling, and you're like, nope, no like, further. Can't, it can't go any further. This is full. This <laughs> this baby is full up. It's just going to pour out and fall to the side. It's a because I think I and so it's interesting you say that because I think there's a there's a reason why games do it more than most other mediums. Yeah, is because obviously, as probably has been pointed out by a million people, is that you are the arbiter you're the you're the gen you know you make a impact on the character mm. by moving them etc right and by yeah, playing yeah. the game yeah so i see why there's that entry point but i also get what you're saying is like there's a there's a cutoff point i find yeah where it's like i can't i really don't understand how yeah somebody can get that into a thing right so like for me uh, yeah i see what you're saying it's like there's there's almost like uh, the end user, like that's the end user experience where yeah. it's like, here's all this stuff that we sort of put together, like the lore and all that stuff that maybe like 10 people be into. And then obviously with some games, like, you know, millions of people build their lives around it and make fan art and fan yeah. fiction around it, and yeah, yeah, novels yeah. and all sorts of stuff. And yeah. it becomes this juggernaut of, of merchandise. But then the other, um, I think is someone like you where mm. you play loads of stuff. Yeah. And you know loads of stuff, right? But you still, as you say, you still feel like you're 
looking in from the window, right? A Which is a bit, strange yeah. because you know it's not like you like oh I've played uh, witch bubbles on my <laughs> on my Sony Ericsson, you know it's not you're not that yeah. You play like and obviously we've been chatting about games before. And mm. we, you know, you play things like Inscription recently. You're yeah. you're um, you're still in the middle of um, still in the middle of Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. Well, I'm jumping between that and having uh, Into the Breach on my phone, which is like, yeah. Oh my god! And I, and I mentioned Into the Breach yeah. like the other day, and you're like, oh yeah, I've played that before, and yeah. and and like, so in my opinion, something like if you're playing something like Into the Breach and you're and you're into that, that is what I would consider more kind <laughs> of. Uh, uh, deep gaming territory, oh, okay, right? Yeah. So it's funny that you think. I guess just because you you do have other interests, I right? So. I don't know. I guess, but I think it's also like there are. I guess to to go into the much like yourself is like the design stuff, right? I I love a. <clears throat> I'm a big gameplay person. Love gameplay. Love uh, mechanics. Gameplay mechanics specifically. And I guess what I love about games and things like that like what what really gets me is like t give me a genre that i may not like and get me to like it and you've yeah. made an excellent game right yeah yeah. right so like something like <clears throat> into the breach or even uh slay the spire right which mm. is something that i'm like it's not that i dislike or hate that genre i'm like it feels so impenetrable on its surface yes. yeah. that i'm like ah, pff, i have to dedicate at least four hours to figure out how to play it and then i'll get to play it and then it'll be ages before I start enjoying it because I have to remember all the rules and how it works. And then, you know, it'll be the, the journey's yeah. too long. The price of admission is too high. But something like Slay the Spire, it's like instantly I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm learning as I'm playing it that I'm like, oh, so those will weaken that. Okay. And I'm learning it. So like the first few playthroughs, because it's brisk and quick and, and fairly painless. The first few playthroughs, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm having a blast. See how far I can get. And then eventually you're like, you know, a strategy start forming yeah. and you start getting the hang of it. And you're like, oh, I can't just blast my way through it. I can't just, uh, you know, <laughs> brute force my way through it. Yeah. Uh, there's there's other things at play here. And, and the more I get into it, actually, I can start to enjoy parts of it. Yeah. It's the classic, I guess, like Apple design where it's like. You know, it's like a nice running car. You're like, everything's fine. But you open the hood and you're like, oh, Jesus, there's so much under here. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird that it's kind of good. Get you, and you're you really spot on there, I think, with the idea that if you make a game in a genre that's usually a specialist genre, but it appeals to someone who isn't interested in that genre, that's that's good. Yeah, you're right. That is really good yeah. design. That's smart. That's that's top level shit. That's high yeah. IQ shit. Right? <laughs> um, you've got to sort of be distracted while you're learning, so you don't notice how complicated something is to get. Yeah. Because I think, like, if I think of my dad, and we used to play stuff when I was a kid, and we play Bubble Bobble, and we play like Amiga stuff and Commodore sixty four stuff, and I remember playing quite a lot, right? But then at some point he got certain ages, like oh, I'm bored of this now. Yeah, like way before the age I am now, he's, he's, <laughs> he, he was out, you know. Whereas yeah. I was just obviously from that, just delighted with it from day one, right? And it never went away. But um, what I'll find with him now is mm. he'll play something. Oh, so you might like this to try this, you know. I, I don't think I've done that for a while, but yeah. occasionally you try, you know, and you'll go, okay, yeah, no, it's all right. So what, what's all this? What's that? Why is that not doing? Oh, well, you've got to activate the the thing first, and and then you can. 
you know. But it's not, yeah, yeah, because you've got to put that there. You can't, you've got no fuel. You can't move without <laughs> you know, and, right. and he'll just be like, oh, it's, it's, too, it's too much. To, oh, I can't be bothered. Bollocks. Right. You know, when it, <laughs> which is partly just my dad. But, you know, like that, that kind of slightly, uh, but that's, I think that's quite typical of someone who, isn't into games like we'll yes. play them yeah play plenty and enjoyed them but it doesn't have that step where it's a hobby and for right yeah i'm with you yeah There's something where you're like ah, this is now this is too much now there's too yeah. much going on i just want to i don't want to think about it or yeah. i don't want to i want to know it already and i think like you say a game like slay the spire is you don't realize how much you know about it you're you're not you don't notice you're being taught stuff completely yeah so it's like weird that it's all about tricking you or yeah, hiding to stuff distracting from you. you from yeah that's right yeah <laughs> it's really interesting because then like and then you'll have something like legend of zelda which consistently with the exception of breath of the wild has has this like 25 minute tutorial section in like the you know the first part of it like i think it was like twilight princess where I'm playing it. And at the time, I had no idea. I was like, oh, okay, so I got to walk over here and talk to this. And like, if you go back and play it, you're like, this is boring as hell. What the hell is, <laughs> what's happening? Like, it, it, it's, it's, and it's almost like quite, uh, like it wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it, but it, I'm just like, oh man, I got to do this again. And it's like, it's quite some time if I want to replay the game. And it's usually the reason I don't replay a lot of the Zelda games with the exception of Link's Awakening. Um, and Breath of the Wild because it's like there's this yeah like 20 minute section and some older games still have that and some well, some newer games still have it where they're like okay here's how to use this thing and it's like I get that you'll assume that anyone who's picked up a game or hasn't picked up a game in a while won't know how to play it but if you have picked up a game in the last 20 years you'll know that maybe A means jump it might be B but it doesn't matter like yeah. you'll probably figure it out yeah. Um, and it's that it's that old design of like let the player play it and make mistakes, yeah, and they'll figure it out as they go. And I think sometimes, and I'm definitely, I think I I know what your dad's going on about is like part of it is this thing of uh, the fear that I'll get it wrong and I'll have to start again. Mm. And so like some games set up this really strange, these really strange set of stakes where it's like. Uh, you got to get it right the first time, otherwise you buggered it. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed for me does that <clears throat> a lot, mm. and it's quite frustrating. And I know I'm probably gonna there's, there'll be some people listening to this and be like, "But Assassin's Creed's amazing," and I'm like, eh, "It's boring." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hate it. So yeah, this, really this is this is a it. podcast not for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> switch off now. Yeah, if you Bye. do not like Assassin's Creed, I'm about to take a big old dump all over Black Flag. <laughs> it was a shame because it was <clears throat> it's got all the stuff around it. Yeah, and that. Uh, and that game is enjoyed by many. Yeah. And in that series. Yeah. But I do feel like it's more of a people, which is, all, again, it's fine. <laughs> but they're more interested in being in the world. The gameplay can be fun enough. Yeah. And, and that's okay if that doesn't bother you. But I am very much a... Yeah, that's why I I'm playing stuff? the game. Because it's like, I want to do something I can't do in real life. I can sit on a bench or walk behind a person in real life. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm like, if that's in a game, I'm like, nah, not really. Unless there's like yeah. a really cool bench mechanic. Yeah, yeah. That like, if I, if I get up, a, if I get up at, the, at a certain way, then someone will fall off the other side. Or, like, <laughs> or I can sit on it really hard, Looney Tunes style, and propel them into the air. <laughs> like, there's got to be a reason that I can do that. I think also with, and this is, this is, this is, I guess, is a very specific critique for me with, with 
uh, Assassin's Creed is like, I, I was never sure why the future was included as in like the time mm. travel thing. It's like, I don't know why it wasn't just said in the past. Yeah. And that feels, and it's like, it seems strange that that idea was, it was hard for them to get rid of that. And it's like, yeah. it just seems really odd. It's, it, there's a classic screenwriting thing where it's like, if something doesn't work, if you feel like something doesn't work, take it out. And if it still works, then the thing you got rid of was bullshit and you don't need it anyway. <laughs> I'm a two-handed point-blank Are you cry. serious? Yeah. Then maybe you just... Here's what you do. You, you, you put it in there like that in your, in your <laughs> armpit and you just... Uh... Look, you may be Mr. Casual, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> right? I'm talking like hand and a gun. How do we... We I'm just press start here? Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Let's what go are we with. doing? Well, should we go beginner? Let's go beginner. Oh. oh it is a long time since I've felt... The, uh, I love the sound of that. Well, I'm two-handing. Let's see. Go on. I'll, I'll, you be my guest. You pick the level. All right. I'll do. I'll just right. do this one. A bit of point oh, blank. target shoot. Oh, we got to do Six pairs. Six or more pair of panels. Wow. We'll shoot the pairs. No shot limit. No shot limit. Exciting. Okay. Oh. What's oh, tense? Oh my god, I missed. Okay. What happened? Oh no, you have to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Jackson. Oh, I suck. Oh, oh no! I got oh. none. Got none. Oh, I got zero. Oh, I've forgotten how fast oh, we got these games are, mm. because like this, like Point Blank especially. I had um, what is it? I had um, Time Crisis on PlayStation. Oh mate, so good. And uh, and I got the light gun as well. Yeah. Let's do let's do these dudes. The beauty of having that in your house, man. Just the gun. Oh, like, how so cool is that? good. Shoot all criminals. All, but not the innocent well, people with what the... What if they were just victims of circumstance? Yeah. Oh, and I forgot that seven seconds. What about reformal criminals? What's that about? Uh, no time to reform. It's only four seconds. Oh, no, oh. shit! That was me. I shot the civilian. Oh, no. And you we got failed. More hits. You got more hits, though. More hits, but uh, my name's oh, going to be in the papers no. for shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Innocent man shot in. Uh, so you definitely need two hands for that. You got uh, pump yeah, you've one got hand, me. and you pump the trigger. Oh, oh, oh! Like um, old school, like where you just. I see, I see you've oh, never. Shit. I see you've never fired indiscriminately into a crowd <laughs> before. <laughs> no, no, I have. I just. Uh, <laughs> just not really good at it. Yeah. Oh, hit the coin with one shot. Is it? Oh shit! Here we go. One maybe. shot. Okay. And we've got one shot each. Oh, I have to continue. Fuck a duck. New challenger. Oof. We've got one coin between us. One coin. One coin between us. Yeah, I think it's. Is it? Get it first. Oh yeah. shit! Some fucking cool Han Luke Western shit. <laughs> oh! Ah, unbelievable! That's absolute. Cut the calibrations off. Shall I go for the insane level? Yeah, do the insane level. Jesus. Dumb. This is pure arcade madness as well. Shoot the house eighty times to destroy. It. Oh, okay. Eighty times. Oh, the here we go. The technique. Those of you who remember, it's the hold the gun with Takes the, me back. the hand between the trigger guard and the. Jesus. Oh, oh shoot the windows. Shoot the windows. It's sticking. It's sticking. Oh. oh, how many times do you reckon you got it? 74. 74. Oh. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. We've been, that was, that was intense. Oh. Got one shot to find the, to find the bonus, bonus life. life in one of these treasure chests under the sea. 
Oh, not under the sea, sorry. I've missed. <laughs> So we're recording this delightful inaugural podcast yeah. of the uh, new season. New season. In the beautiful loading bar in Stoke mm-hmm. Newington. Please come down, have a drink, have yeah. a party, have a game. If you're a gamer, <laughs> if you're gamer. you'll fit right in here. G- gamer. Gamers. Gamers of all types <laughs> are allowed through the door. Um, and we were talking about your relationship with games. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask that I was going to add was um, where did you get your sort of information from as to what was worth playing at the time because all the stuff you mentioned is kind of yeah. i played this bang and then i played this bang yeah like where was that coming from so uh it was a combination of back in the day was definitely magazines mm-hmm. um magazines and then also this like and it wouldn't necessarily be like a review saying you've got to play this right sometimes be like the hey here's a thing that's coming out and there's like this it's sort of like that same reflex that your brain has with movies that you might like yeah it's like you're aware of your taste and you know what you like judged by what you've already done right mm. so like i was like oh, okay ah oh, uh jet force jet force gemini yeah i'd probably be into that right. <laughs> and like so right. it's like some of it was guesswork um, right. based on what i already played and but then a lot of it would be either magazines or friends going oh you gotta play this or like i said before right watching go to a friend's place watching them play a game playing with them and being like am i into this mm, maybe um <laughs> so it was like yeah that have that i guess it's like i developed this strange instinct and it's a thing that i definitely listen to now as i've gotten older of just being like watch trailer or hear about a game and be like yep i've been to that right i'll buy that um yeah, I wonder if that's why, you know, even though you would consider yourself lapsed yeah. and returning to the fold, mm-hmm. is that the games <laughs> the games that you mention are all kind of games that people go, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's one of those. You know, in the same way yeah. music enthusiasts would be like, yo, you know that album? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the, the magazine link, right, where I think those were, if you got the magazines yeah. or, or you were interested in that, it showed that extra level of interest where you're like, I care about reading about this stuff and yeah. what's coming out and, and what they were thinking. Because there's always been interviews in some capacity of, yeah. about the design, right? And then, so now you're in. Now you're into that extra level of... that Yeah, that deeper level of, of what's mm. going on yeah. underneath the just playing the game itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe... Yeah, I guess you're right. It's like you once you're in that place that helps influence your decisions because you're like you're like oh well these people made this yeah and that's what they like and so if they make something else i'll probably like it too yeah because of their previous work yeah uh yeah for sure i think it's something that i know i guess i say lapsed because there is a while where i stopped trusting that yeah and and by stop trusting it i mean like uh it became uh it then got influenced and switched around by... I think I've talked to you about this before with the game Black. Yes. Yeah. And how, like, Black was one of the first hype trains in a game that I jumped on that I was, like, fully, like, whoa, oh, this is going to be great. And didn't do my usual thing of, like, hold on a second, let's sit back and, like, yeah. take it easy yeah. and take it in. Because it's, like, it's sort of, yeah, it would be this fairly lengthy process of, like, you know... Uh, so a really great example of that would be... Uh, with when Zelda came out, Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah. It was like, got the Nintendo magazine. It was one of the British ones, I think, yeah. Nintendo Official Magazine, I think it was called. Yeah. Then it became Official Nintendo. No, no. Yeah, then it became Official Nintendo Magazine. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
they had like stuff from Space World before before it was called E3, or before when it was just in Japan was Space World, the like expo that showed the demos of the game. Space World. And and I was like, whoa, oh my god! I didn't even know what Zelda was, but I was like, what? Oh, no, I did. No, I had, I had played. No, I had played Link's Awakening, but I wasn't even aware it was the same game. I was like, what is this? Right. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, like everything gets drip fed, drip drip fed over time, and you're like a little bit more information, a little bit more information. But the hype thing didn't seem like it was there. It felt like it was every piece of information. Then was very much like, and then we know this thing. Like it, it felt very measured. Whereas Black came out at the time, yes. I think it was like internet hype uh. and madness, and so it was like there was a lot of this stuff that I see now, which honestly winds me up is like big leak from this creator and you're like oh okay and it's like we don't know anything though but it could be and you're like right okay so you wanted me to click on your video and it's eight minutes long yeah. and a lot of it is you going we don't know but sources say and you're like oh, and imagine sake. it looked like this yeah yeah so maybe just the, yeah maybe it's that was a victim of the way a change in the way the information was delivered in the sense yeah. of like when it was a monthly publication, they had to be like, is this definitely right? Let's only put stuff in. We Absolutely. Or at least yeah, there was more consideration had to be taken yeah. into account. What are you going to stick in the mug this month sort of thing? And yeah, as opposed to like, yeah, absolutely. As opposed to like, oh, right. Well, Smash we just a tweet out and then we'll send the tweet when yeah. you go, actually, it's not right. Yeah. There's, there's so much less stakes <clears throat> currently in game journalism from the output perspective. Mm. And I'm saying that only specifically to information. Like yeah. you're saying is like, and I'm not saying all of these news, these outlets are doing it, but it's no. fairly frustrating when, because we live in that world now where it's like clicks are yes. money. And also you need something to bring people back daily. So you, you need something that's interesting enough. Mm but your standards are going to lower a bit because you need something. You need more items of news more yeah. frequently than you would if you're just sticking it in a mag once a month. Yeah. And so I it's think... A harder, it's a harder job, really, isn't it? Yeah. Much harder. I, I, which is why a lot of these uh, things will go out to, like, sort of, not essay, or I guess essays, but, like, feature pieces. Yeah. Because those are, you know, that's another form of, like, here's something that somebody, here's an opinion of this idea. Yes. I think... Uh, yeah, I would. I, yes, yeah, so it was magazines, and then eventually it was internet. And, and black, the game black taught me to be careful. Right. <laughs> and so <laughs> then it was like, hang on a second, you know how to do this, you know how to pick a good game, you know what you like. Killed Let's your... go back to how we did it before. <laughs> it was your Assassin's Creed one. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and strangely, it was tested again with Black Flag. <laughs> black Flag and. Um, Oh, no, no, no. Uh, what was it? Watch Dogs? It wasn't. Watch Dogs, I played it because I was like, well, I'm not going to not play Watch Dogs. I want to see what it's at least it's like. Yeah. So Watch Dogs was very much going into it, knowing exactly what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, like, I think Assassin's Creed Black Flag, I was like, I've heard, everyone says this one's good. <laughs> and then I played it and I'm like, mm. Mm. And I didn't get to the bit that everyone loved, which is the pirates bit. Uh, yeah, would, I mean the, the, the Why sailing hide it behind stuff that's not fun. Well, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. Do, just, yeah, just yeah. start with fun and end with fun. Yeah, just like and a fun in the middle. Do the yeah, do, just just do it. Don't give me a shit sandwich where it's <laughs> yeah. like, but all but the bread is also the made bread of is shit. shit. It's the other way around. <laughs> it's yeah, just, the bread is shit. <laughs> it's, yeah. The bread is the shit, and then in the middle is bread, and then. <laughs> Like an artisan baker going, ah, but in our ah, shit sandwich, the sandwich. bread is shit. The bread is also shit. <laughs> so it's just, a, it's just a pile of shit, is it? That's all you've given me. 
the shit sandwich as well as a as an analogy definitely needs to die because like oh, yeah. bread is not good enough yeah. to cover shit. Yeah. <laughs> no one I know likes bread that much. It's got to be some real good. It's got to be. Oh, it's got to be like. Oh, it's it's got to be the Al Pacino of bread. It's got to be Al Pacino and then and then shit and then fucking De Niro underneath it. Like it's got to be just describing the film heat. Basically, yeah, it's got to be cafe scene, but the table is shit. But in the middle, they're just drinking shit out of instead of coffee. And it's like, maybe I'm like, all right, I find Oh, Crazy Taxi. You're going to take this one. I might take this one. Crazy Ooh. Taxi is one of those ones that I played uh, on. The, oh, thank you. <laughs> You're going to um, need two hands for the wheel. Huh? All right. Of course you pick Axe. All right, let's get it up. Make some crazy money. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, with, yeah. The, uh, with the, uh, what is it? It's the Offspring, Offspring soundtrack. Here All we go. I want. Cable car stuff. Got gears as well. So it's oh yeah yeah we can. We need them to speed up. Oh, I think. Dr- drive and reverse. Oh, is it? I thought I thought it was low and high gear. Oh, nice stunt. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh god. This is one of those ones where. Oh god. Yeah, blitz this on the PlayStation as well. You're gonna make the fast time though. Here we. Oh, you're just in normal. Ooh. It's one second. Oh, what is it there? All the all the markers are different. Uh, different distances yeah, depending on the right, colors. Yeah. This is quite a long one. West Side Beach. Tick. Hit a right. Take a right. Oh my god. He's, oh, he's crashed into the tram. Full we down PlayStation. Uh, not full play, uh, Sonic Adventure, where when you hit a car, it just fucking explodes. All oh, your rings come out. Yeah. You're going down the. Is this ah. the San Francisco thing down the. Yeah, the with the trolleys. And we're hitting yeah. the left here. Oh, that's a lovely. T- oh, spoke I'm too soon. I'm not gonna lie. If I if I got in a taxi and not only was he driving like this, but then like when I was like, hurry up, he's like, shut up and let me drive. I'd be like, mate, you're <laughs> mate. the one who's breaking the road rules. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 piss about with me and tell me to shut up. You're lucky I'm paying you at all. Exactly. He's taking a lovely. You're gonna take a green here. Oh, he's got to reverse. Go. I love the way he puts his arm on the uh, rests it across the seat. Oh yeah, he's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. This is also one of those games that has that really silly, like, on the machine itself. What does it say? It's like, let's get awesome. Let's and, like, get all, awesome. All these really, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. ridiculous kind of, like, things that don't quite make it in translation. Yes. I love things all like, that stuff. That sunny kind of Sega. Yeah, like, um, what is it? Metal Gear Solid Revengeance has it with... Um, Oh, oh shit! Don't oh, go in he's here. Absolutely, he's gone up into the parking lot by accident. Oh, to the multi-story. Shit. Are we gonna make it? I don't know if we're gonna make this. This is tough. This looking is gonna be tight. This is a it's looking one. tight. Ten Nine seconds of game eight, time. Seven, six, five, four. Oh, it's just inside. Oh no, the car's in the way. Yes. Oh, he's oh. done it. He's done it. You got a kick time's in the up. car. Oh, no. time's up. Oh, that is harsh. That was. Harsh. You have to oh, come to a complete shit. stop in the... Uh, Mate. Yes, it was. In the, in, the, in the PlayStation version, it would cut itself off instead of insulting you. So it would be like, Class D, you... Like, oh, what? does it really? Why, why, is it cut, why is it cut you off? That's strange. It's a weird, weird... I wonder why that was. I think it was just because like, 
that's I mean, maybe it was considered harsh, but I don't know. Or it might have just been having a buggy version of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah you're like, fun. oh, that's interesting. No, it's just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so I grew up in Hong Kong, and uh, my, I guess my first foray into game. So uh, let's see, I, I was born in the late 80s, 87. And so my first console. God, what was it? Because my dad played a, a few video games here and there. I think my first console was definitely the Game Boy. Right. That's one I definitely remember owning physically. Yeah. Had a Game Boy, had one of those 24-in-1 games. Oh, yeah. With the little reset button on the outside of the cartridge, which I thought was a, what a great play, right? <laughs> what a fucking great idea. you just like, don't like this, boop, and then yeah. straight back to the... Uh, but the game I, I obsessed over that, what uh, on that cartridge was Super Mario Land, the Game Boy Super Mario, yeah. which uh, update I only just beat recently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's only because I obviously didn't play it in the span between when I was six and now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've not been like picking away like, yeah, yeah, the whole like, time. It's like you could do it in like time. 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I got the closest I got when I was a kid was like the second last level. Okay. Uh, and I was like, and I never, anyway. So then, so it was the Game Boy, and then um, my friends had Super Nintendo, and it was like, and there were various like touchstones, like cultural gaming touchstones that I witnessed but never played fully. Right. Things like Star Fox on the SNES, a mm. little bit of Super Mario World, a little bit of the first Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Oh no, so, yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Um, not Mario Brothers, which was the one that was rubbish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, Top Gear Rally, like these kind of like ones that everyone's like, oh yeah, it's like I never owned them, but I was around when people were playing. Right, them. And right, then had right. And I little play every now and again. Oh, including that really terrible Terminator arcade shooty game. Oh, Those were dreadful. yes. <laughs> uh, the first Castlevania on Game Boy, but not the second one, which is a stone cold classic. Mm. I've only gotten recently and absolutely one of the best Game Boy games I've played, but also music wise. Mwah. Did not know you Mwah. could make such sweet tunes on yeah, such a small yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the first, the first like home console I had. Oh no, then I had a Game Gear, uh, which was yeah, no, <laughs> the Game Gear. Uh-huh. Uh, Sonic was on that. A couple of other. We, oh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. A couple of other things. First home console N sixty four. Right. And I begged my dad. For a SNES, I was like, oh, but the Super Nintendo, my dad's like, nah, but there's this thing coming up. It's, Mar it's Mario in 3D. And I was like, I couldn't even Yeah, was like, what, what, what do you that. mean? I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, the camera's behind him. And a, a game my dad played a lot because he had, uh, well, we had uh, Apple computers growing up. So there's very few games uh, you, you, that were available. But he played Myst. Oh, yeah. And I remember this like so vividly. He would. He was playing. So a long time ago, my dad always used to smoke these clove cigarettes, which was fucking <laughs> mad. And so, like, I remember this like thick smell of cloves. Yeah. And I pushed open the door to his office, and it's this 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 like blue fog, right? And he sat there, and he's he's got the cigarette in his mouth, and he's playing this bit of mist where there's like a train, and you got to go forward and backwards, and he's got this yellow legal pad, and he's like. Forward, <laughs> and he like writes down forward, <laughs> and he's drawn out this map of like Fuck. the game, and I'm just like sat there like, wow, that is this so is funny. this is what games are. They're this <laughs> thing, and I was just like, oh, man's playing shit. mist, and he's surrounded by a thick, fog, by a of thick fog of blue smoke, and he's. <laughs> 
he's like a he's like a fucking detective trying to figure <laughs> out this case. That is that is I've got an equal memory to that, which is really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. really Go funny. For it. What was it? What was it? Uh, one of my friends, um, he came up from America for high school, yeah, uh, and where I lived in the Lake District at the time. And his dad was just this crazy man. He was like, he he'd done like I don't know, fifteen different jobs. So he's kind right. of freelance in the way we just kept switching his jobs all the time. <laughs> right? He okay. once turned up. I don't know if he had like an army links at one point because he he turned wow. up in like a. Humvee, yeah. Um, to, no, it was like a, it was an APC. He turned up in an APC once to pick his son up from school. Holy shit! Like, and we were, everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. and, like we had the lift up thing, like a tank. Yeah, a little, a little thing little on the top hatch at the top. Yeah, and he was like, "See you later, guys," and like got in the top, and they fucked off. And it was just an excellent play to be like, "Now I am popular forever." Wow. Right? Yeah. Um, so his dad was like, he, he let us fire a shotgun once, and he had like <laughs> handguns and shit, and we're in his back garden, like firing them at footballs and stuff and <laughs> he gave us the training he's not just like here you go kids not yeah. he's like point it that way and right. you know right that's your shot right take it away um bit of a bit of a you know wild man really yeah and we watched the exorcist at his place and stuff when we were like 11 <laughs> or 12 or something no it was high school so maybe like yeah. 14 or something um but yeah it really makes me laugh every time i think about it he the, all the game stuff was in the attic so they had an attic room right. with it's quite spacious and it had loads of all the game stuff up there right? right and and we'd go up there i remember going up there and he was the very very same he was there with the ciggy on the room was just like had that haze of cigarette smoke <laughs> all over it and he's about 10 stubbed out ones <laughs> in the ashtray and he sat there and he's playing command and conquer he's playing like red alert i think oh shit. Command and, conquer. and like I remember going up there on one occasion and um, his base was just being decimated, right? Because he'd <laughs> fucked up somewhere. Yeah. And he's just looking at the screen, taking, he took a big drag. Yeah. Just went, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it stayed with me for fucking that, years. Damn. damn. I, told that, I told dad I went home and he pissed himself and remembered it ever since. Like, he just sat up there going, damn. Yeah, that's so Red cool. Alert or whatever. We had oh, <laughs> it's so weird. Now it's like you've you've totally sparked off all these other memories, like yeah. peppered with my friends had PCs, so there was like things like Grand Theft Auto or Desert Strike, which is a boring as hell game. Desert <laughs> Strike uh, and Jungle Strike. It was so popular though. Uh, and then there was I feel like it was Command and Conquer Red Alert, of course, mm -hmm. and all those things. And uh, yeah, so like uh, some of it was mm. usually through other friends, and then. Yeah, N64 was the first one I owned. Classics, Mario, Pilot Wings, etc. Um, and uh, I was talking to our mutual friend George about yes, this, who was George on was uh, previous, guest. previous guest. Uh, and we were talking about games. What's a game? And here, I'll ask you this one, actually. What's a game that you love that when you tell people, it's preferably, maybe not preferably, but possibly on like a popular console or that you tell people and they go, I've never fucking heard of that. Oh God, there's probably plenty <laughs> from the old, from days of old. Yeah, if we're allowed to get old. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone's never. See, the problem is my circle of friends are all like extremely. Oh yeah, yeah, but like one so, that people like. You know, you say yeah, yeah, you say yeah, in sixty four yeah. people go Super Mario, they go Mario Kart. Maybe like. I don't know, maybe like Tenshu on the original PlayStation. See, Tenshu, like maybe three people would be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. most people are like, eh? Or if they heard of it, they'd go, but it was shit. And I'm but like, it, yeah, but it was my yeah, shit. But it was, yeah, <laughs> it was shit, but I, 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 I knew it. it. Yeah. Or like Bushido Blade. 
You know. Oh, see, that now one? that's even that's slightly outside my. I'm like, uh, maybe I maybe heard of Bushido it? Blade. That was a, a PlayStation One fighting game. Yeah, which was uh, your samurai. You oh p- right. Picked your samurai. And then you picked uh, a weapon for them to, oh, wow. to use, right? Okay. And they all had, you could give any weapon with any character, but they all had their specialist, the one that they have oh, trained they, they were, yeah. And then they had extra moves for that weapon, basically. Oh. But um, the point was, it was one hit kill. Right, right. Okay, yeah. There was no health bars. Oh, shit. So if you, if you, if you, so you would. It's like, count, you're just countering each other? Yeah. And it's in 3D. It's 3D. Yeah. Like Virtua Fighter 3D? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 like yeah. that old school. Like we're talking PS1 polygons. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh, rough as fuck. Like just love the sharp. Just love that hell. weird like jump forward movement that yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Like the guy's face is sharper than his sword. You oh know, really? yes. And, <laughs> and like you had like it was really like sticky and heavy, and you if you held up, you would just shift your feet in the gr- on the sand like on the right. ground. You just hear it like <laughs> <laughs> you move into the screen and down. You push down. You you move towards, towards the, screen, the screen a little yeah. forward a little bit and then you could do a little wow. dash so there was a little you could move yeah. forward a little up and down in all directions it's very slow right and then the whole point was it was trying to uh ape like a kurosawa fight scene right it's right a, yeah a stare down for five four minutes, minutes and then, then the yeah. decisive who's who's dead who's not sort of thing yeah so you know any hit could kill you you could like wound and stuff like that but okay. like basically most things were kill if you hit the right spot yeah so wow. the whole game was like that. So you play story mode. Yeah. And it was like a bit, about eight people. And you would... Uh, it's what you had to get one hit on them. Right. And they had to get one hit on you, right? So Whoa. it's tense as fuck. And like me and my friend would play it because it was two, had a two-player mode. Yeah. We'd play it after school every day. And we would put... Um, Nine Inch Nails pretty hate machine on the on the <laughs> on the tape player, which Holy had a copy of, and we'd play this with it going on, which it matched up beautifully. Oh by yeah, the way. there was like a bamboo level where you could cut the bamboo down and it had fallen and shit wow. while you were fighting. If yeah. you swung and it, you know, and just a great game. And the last boss in that game is a guy with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to like um, um, deflect the bullets? Just, or? No, you know, you just have to fucking just hope you hope you don't get shot. shot. He gives you like half a ego, which is Japanese for die. Oh, right. So it gives you a, there's a prompt. And then fire, but you'd have to get, and then you'd have to get up close to him, close enough to him to kill him. Whoa. But he would like, it wouldn't be like, it would track a little bit. So it was fucking hard. I think that was a secret boss maybe. Anyway. But see like that. (laughs) It's like. And that was, what a game. But I think every, everyone had that, you know, everyone has that in their, uh, their library, like that game that they're like, yeah, this this was the one that mm. kind of really locked me into the into that yes. you know that console or that generation or whatever. Or that kind of game where it's like you know what kind of game player. I, I'm trying to avoid the word gamer because it's, yeah. it's it's kind of you know what kind of, you know what kind days, of game that you're into. You know, you, you, yeah. it's the one that definitely starts to reveal to you what it is you enjoy about mm. games and what it is that you're you're really into. So it's like as you were saying that, I was like, yeah, I really like that the, that the design was not just slash hit this is your these are your leg attacks these are your punch attacks yeah and it was like nothing else no 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 it's like how would i move yeah how do i take exactly like you said how do i take a kurosawa fight yeah and turn it into a game because it's not quick and trying to do that that many years ago on that technology and that's just admirable i think that's what's really fun about games as well is that like they're they're influences that are not 
typical Mm. of like a film or a book or something like that. We are like, oh shit, actually this is drawing from something that I would not have considered. Yes. Uh, And like, I think that's something that, yeah, is very much indicative of, obviously it's happened more probably from PlayStation era onwards. Mm. Because obviously you can kind of, well, not necessarily, but you can, you're, the technology is better that you're able to, Mm. at least from a controller perspective, as you were saying, with Mm. that game, able to kind of, somewhat realize this idea yes more coherently than if it was like you're in a room <laughs> you can move up <laughs> like, ah, cool, okay great <laughs> like i don't hate those games i think there's a there's a really funny the accent's just done me <laughs> just imagining like a text adventure but voiced but voiced by like an audiobook text adventure. <laughs> i want it to be voiced specifically by Paul david Chuckle. thewlis Right. That would be incredible. I just like that. You're in a room. You're in a room. You can go west, east, you can go or west. north. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You've died. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't Ow. have opened that door, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, should you? <laughs> so. Have you got your thing on the page? That's it. Well, yeah. I bet you do. Um, yes. <laughs> oh. um, and then, I guess with games, yeah, so like 64, I was like dead into that. And then uh, we moved to New Zealand and then I got a PlayStation 2 and was like, and, and within that also had a PlayStation 1 and like backtracked and did some things I didn't play. So like uh, Crash Bandicoot and all sorts of other madness, Metal Gear Solid and all the sort of classics. So a lot of the hits I played uh, and then PlayStation 2 and then within that um, some odd stuff that I was like, that I've recently been kind of obsessed with and maybe want to play. There's this really odd game called Cold Fear, which I remember seeing the trailers for. Yeah. And was like, I watched it and I was like, this is a fun idea and could potentially be a cool movie. But like cool Mm. movie, I mean, in the sense of like a dreadful sci-fi channel late at night movie. Um, Which is perfect. Which is perfect. Uh, And then... Oh, and I remember like things like, cause me and a friend of mine were obsessed with making a game as he was playing, um, the thing from like the Xbox version of the thing, Okay. which apparently is set before the movie, which is stupid. Cause there's also a movie set before the original movie. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> is it set before that or is it? Yeah. yeah like when is that? <laughs> which is obviously based on that Lovecraft book at the mountains of madness, which is a tough fucking read, man. Most Lovecraft is fucking impenetrable mm. um but anyway and how much racism in that one? Oh, f- l- enough. <laughs> enough enough for me to be like i'm not into it actually yeah, plenty <laughs> yeah it's funny that isn't it people are like but he's a he's you know he's a classic author I'm like do you remember the racism though because i assure you no. not you because it didn't affect me and i skipped over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i started reading mark twain i started reading uh tom sawyer and i was like oh because <laughs> yeah. it starts yeah, getting yeah, racist yeah. i'm like no not for me thanks no, 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 no. um Anyway, um, yes, uh, and in the thing, the game, there's this interesting mechanic where you have to calm down other members of your party so they get anxious and upset, and that affects a lot of their what they can do, like their aiming okay. or other various things that these NPCs that are part uh-huh. of your team can do. So like, to calm them down helps you in the long run because it's like, okay, their morale, because then they're like more likely to be helpful and better players mm. which is a fucking cool idea that i've not seen really implemented anywhere else 
No. Um, but I think it's like, it's that thing where you've got to work on the balance of like, you don't want to go full on San Andreas with it where it's like, you have to eat now. Yeah. You have to eat now. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Get some food. Yeah. It, was it a turn-based thing? Or was it no, it was, it was all uh, like a third-person shooter. Right, real time. Real time. The, uh, yeah. But it was fun. It was a, I think that, that one could have been a cool thing if you went down the mm. Bioware yeah. coder route. Well, those those qualities are things you usually see in a turn-based or an RPG thing. Yeah, so right. Like your units might be like accuracy of minus ten percent. Yes, like I'm doing this voice like I don't love those fucking sorts yeah, of games. Yeah, I know the uh, voice accuracy you mean, minus ten yeah. percent. I'm playing into breach right fucking now, aren't I? Um, but you know, <laughs> it's in those sorts yeah. of things. Those are the voices it? I hear it in into the breach. It's like yeah, yeah. Another vec down. <laughs> You're like oh yeah, yeah, sure thing, mate. <laughs> but I love it. I st- I'm still playing. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. Ten thousand lives saved. Those ghastly vec. Yeah. <laughs> So They're right knobbers, ain't they? He's like, yeah. 10,000 lives saved. Oh, that is a vacuum at the window. Hooray! Yeah. The, <laughs> the rift walkers have come to save us. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, oh, I mostly do it for me. It's such a fun voice to do. Um, yeah. I, but yes, and then, so it was PlayStation 2. And a lot of the hits that came with that, your classics, Grand Theft Auto, etc., mm-hmm. uh, your Metal Gear Solid, some of your odd stuff, but then mostly within that. I didn't didn't get as far as going to Katamari Darcy though. That was PlayStation Two was like the the, the oh. start of. There was also this strange shift. So like I think I was always into gameplay stuff and fun. Yeah. But then you know how it is. It's like you know. That's also the era of like the hardcore gamer and gore. And also I was a Uh teenager. So it was like right down that alley of like wanting to play stuff to be cool of like, oh, play fucking Call of Duty and blah, blah, blah. And and I, who was I lying to? Only myself. (laughs) (laughs) And like, but then within that, there was still some fun stuff like God of War where it was like, Hmm. like, okay, there's some, like, it's pretty gory and. Yeah, definitely, definitely appealed to the teenage boy. It's like, oh, then he bangs him, then he yeah, uh, he pressed uh, the button, and yeah, he he it. <laughs> but then there was also yeah, that's the <laughs> <laughs> but then also uh, gameplay wise, you're like, oh, actually, this is quite fairly nuanced, and there's some depth here that you can kind of stack, yeah, yeah. and and they brought like a sense of scale that you'd not seen before with the with, yeah. the, with the mythical beasts and Absolutely the gods and all that, and all that. <laughs> walking up a god's leg. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I want a game where I can walk up a god's leg. Have you got any? Like going into see it, to see it, <laughs> popping into the, the video rental store. Well, have I got the game for you? That's a, that's a CX employee. Yeah. Well, have I got they the all game speak for you? like that. Have I got the game for you? I wish they did actually, rather than just like. Uh. I tell you what, I don't have any deodorant. <laughs> oh, for sure. But hey, I do have God of War. It is a sweaty box in here. Oh yes. Um. Um. And then yeah, yeah. PlayStation Two, and then yeah, fell into that trap a little bit, and then. Didn't own an Xbox, but borrowed one off a friend. And then there was like this this fallow period, I guess. So I moved I moved out of home, uh, and then worked a lot of like quite crappy jobs that didn't earn me enough money to buy a console. Mm. So like my friends, well my flatmates had consoles, so like they had Xboxes and stuff. Right. And so I'd sort of, but then I was working a lot, and I was also focusing a little bit more on stand up, and so that was probably the start of the of the gap. But I'd al- I was always like into them, so I'd always sort of check in and see what was happening. Yeah, it was always there in the background, but I never. There was just stuff I just never played. So there's like all these ten pole stuff that I missed out on playing, but was very much aware of. Um, 
I suppose it's a bit like mm. a sport, like a football or something. Yeah. Right? Because like, it's a hobby that, for whatever reason, maybe just culturally, I mean, it shouldn't be this way, but, you know, in terms of the cultural assumptions or, or mm. it, is that you, if you don't follow it weekly, yeah. you're, you sort, you're sort of lapsed. Yeah. Right. So I used to watch a lot more football with my parents, particularly when I lived near them. Mm. And always watch, it. and I still do when I go home. We watch it. if there's a game on, we'll go and watch it. Yeah. But um, also, it might be to do with me supporting Bolton. I did not, didn't feel massively enthused to watch them lose yet. Yeah. Fucking game. <laughs> but um, you know, I, like quite a few years ago, I don't mm. know, seven or eight years ago, I just fell out of it, and I, I didn't keep up with it anymore. And I don't keep up with them at all. Okay. Um, but like, I still like it. Yeah. But if I, but I wouldn't feel so. I've got friends. In, in games who also massively into football and they still and they follow it weekly right and they know who's the manager of who and who's who's transferred where and yeah. and who the best players are and what they've said in the press this week and you know all that right. which doesn't really interest me mm. but i do like watching football so if we sit and watch i will watch a game and enjoy it and i like to watch it and if if they're around and i go to the pub and i go with them sometimes if we watch the game right but i'm not when they start go, getting into the grit of it, yeah. I do not feel, and I am not, and I do not feel in a position to like join to in and go, in, yeah. yeah, and the <laughs> thing about him is he shouldn't have gone down the left side. He should have run down the right. <laughs> but he ran down the left. So even though I know enough um, to yeah. look looking at it, but I just wouldn't feel like I could pop in and go, hey, and do you perhaps have a bit of a feeling of that way? Because you didn't, there's a point where you didn't have your own console, you didn't keep up with it week by week, even yeah. though you still always enjoyed it. You sort of feel like you're, to go back to that at the door, like, um, can I talk about games? Is that right? I'm allowed to play with you? Guys? I think you're ab you've absolutely nailed it. That's exactly it. Is because sometimes I'll be talking to uh, fellow people in the in the in the sphere of gaming and stuff like mm -hmm. that, and I'll sort of you know they'll mention either a game that I've not heard of or a game that I know vaguely about but don't know all the inner workings of it. Mm. And yeah, much like your friends with the football, they'll start saying stuff about it. I'll be like, uh huh. <laughs> and, yeah. and in a way I'm like it'll and sometimes it'll be usually it'll be something that I'm like I've heard of it I know about it but I don't know enough about it that I'm like mm. shit mm. and I and I'd want to yeah there's a part of my brain that wants to be able to communicate that on that level to be like yes and then you can do that and that's really cool and yeah because I think um Maybe it's it's that classic, you know, like human thing of being like, Ooh, I don't want to be left out. But then also yes. it's that it's that thing of like it was just a period of my life where I just couldn't like you said, it's like I just couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. And I always wanted to get back into it. But then also I think because I was I so I'd I was working a lot and I got into films quite a bit deeply yeah. then. I was working a lot and then I didn't have a console myself and I couldn't afford one. Mm. And then I, uh, then I moved to the UK, and I wanted something sort of portable. I quite like the idea of having something portable. Yeah. So something like a, a Game Boy or a DS or something like that. I think I got a DS at some point, and I had that, and I sort of played it a little bit, but I didn't really get into it. And then uh, when the Switch came along, I was in a period of my life where I was like, I could afford this. I can afford this yeah. thing. And, and I had an Xbox, so somebody gave me their old Xbox 360 and it, it had died. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that, that sucks. Mm. So I traded that in and I bought a 3DS. And I was like, oh, this is a bit of fun. And th that was sort of what got me back into it. 
and got me back on that thing of uh, being like, oh, here's some fun things. Oh, shit. And, and got me hooked on that, like, playing mm. and the fun aspect and design and being like, ah, oh, oh, it's this 3D game. And I was like, oh, I can do that. Oh, that does that. And like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I, I think it was the last game I played on that was Monster Hunter. And there are certain genres right. of games that I will not touch because I know I'm going to lose my entire life in that game. <laughs> so like anything big RPG based like Fallout or Monster Hunter or yeah. something that has systems and classes and yeah. places in which it's like, and then you put your points into this. I'm like, oh, I can't. Monster Hunter. Yeah, I really, I one. can't devote my time to that. It's got to be in and out for me, which yeah. is because I, I imagine I would love it. I would love getting lost in that world. But I'm like, I instantly, it's like, I, feel, I guess it's much like an addict, but I can't, I can't go back there. I can't no. go back to that world. No, not again. Don't take me back. Whatever you do, I must The not. last one I played of that was Knights of the Old Republic. Right. One and two. And I got so deeply lost into that mm. that the next game I played was, so I played Half-Life 2 after that. And this was at a really weird period of my life where I was like, I was spending a lot of time indoors and I was just playing <laughs> games. And I think I got emotionally attached to Alex from Half-Life 2. Right, right. And she said, uh, it's right towards the end. She goes, stay safe, Gordon. And she like puts her hand on this window and I was like, yeah. I will. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. Okay. I think it's time to take a step back. <laughs> Eighteen-wheeler American Pro Trucker. Oh, who have we got? We've got Longhorn. So we've got all, cla- all of the classics. You've got, you've got. Okay, wait, wait. Let's go through I'm all of the all the player playable. This characters. is happening without my consent. It's so you've spinning. got um, American Highway guy, cat, asphalt cowboy, Nippon Maru, Streamline. Oh, we've got Longhorn. Fat dude. Fat There's guy. all of the classic guys like American guy, a woman, yeah. and a Chinese <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. a black guy with an afro. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> And a fat guy. Uh, right. And what are the names? So they're all slightly are they problematic. All slightly bro- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nip, what was the, 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 the Chinese guy who's got like nip on? Yeah, like, yeah. This doesn't feel. 12 grand isn't mm, bad. I'll take it, mate. Yeah. I'll take it. Right, I'm ready. How far do you have to go, though? We need to go from New York to, to Key, Key West, West for 12 grand. Go. Go. Shift, down. Shift down. Sorry, I was in the wrong gear. But this feels like a driving test now. It's the thing is though is that to be honest, driving an eighteen-wheeler across America. Shift up. Oh, it's a helicopter going How exciting my head. can it get? Exciting as a as a helicopter following you. Oh my god. So here we hurry up and become a full, full professional. professional. You hear? <laughs> Yeah, it's Time slightly. to Key West, 45 seconds. Right, okay. Oh so my that's God. Late. So you've got to beat your... I guess so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is stressful. Right. Oh, well, he's not pulling any punches, is he? Jesus. It's built like an 18-wheeler, but it handles like a shopping trolley. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't y'all forget it. Right, he's trying to run me, but he's only speeding me up. So, joke's on him, really, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, they said that sign for a motel said American Motel. I'm like, well, yeah, it's American. Well, it's in America. <laughs> where, yeah. English, English restaurant. 
English toilet. <laughs> it just time plus three. If I what if I hit him? Okay, we got a checkpoint. This is bad, isn't it? This is this is <laughs> this is going badly. Absolutely scraping everything to death. So See, Mike, go on. Oh. As a game, yeah. There's there's very little here that seems Shit. fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like. What if we mixed Ameri uh, Euro Truck Simulator with Crazy Taxi, but it's not as good but in the either respect? Is, is like How do they even... Time is up. Please continue, otherwise uh, they have to beg. Please, please. Please, please have another please, go. Please don't leave. Play the game, see the sights. What happens if you don't? Please don't leave. Please. Every now and again, uh, we'll watch a sort of average film with my partner, and we'll uh, and I'll turn to her and I'll go, "That's someone's favorite movie." That. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that with eighteen-wheeler pro truckers. Like, that is someone's favorite game. game. There is someone. There is someone out there. Is like, oh, I love me eighteen-wheeler. They've, they've got it down. They've got. They've nailed it. They they've never screw up. <laughs> they come in here to loading bar and blitz it all the way through, from beginning to end. But no one's in the arcade part when they do it. They're just like, what? It's like King of Kong. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> but the problem is no one else. He's got no rivals because no one no, else likes no it. One has be it's his name on every high score yeah. thing. Because <laughs> oh, nobody man. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's played 18 American trucker, 18-wheeler American trucker. Oh, God. You've got to hurry up and become a professional. <laughs> that sounds like my mum. Yes. <laughs> My my favorite is definitely of all those announcers. I may have told you before is definitely the wave race announcer, mm. especially when you win because he goes, "Whoa, whoa!" and you're like, "What is that? What does that sound? What does that mean? <laughs> what have you just said?" You're excited that they've won, but I have no idea what that is. Yeah, absolutely oh. brilliant. It's the best. What a, what a show. show! I love it. This is something that interests me. Yeah. Um, Bringing games as a topic into a mainstream mm. situation and how it's never really quite um, quite worked in terms of in terms and I think a lot of that is largely down to the way television is still made in quite a traditional way and there's people yeah. involved that say oh we can't do that without this yeah. um, a lot of stuff on TV that's been on TV historically with games on, on is it still called terrestrial? You know what I mean? The big, yeah, the big boys, uh, yeah. the big channels. Um, someone steps in and says, well, oh, no, you need this and that. And there's always like uh, a history lesson at the start. And there's yes. always an attempt to give it a broader appeal when if you don't like games, you're not going to be watching the show. So it feels a bit weird. And then the people who like games don't need a history lesson. and They're, they're bored by this. Yeah. So there's this committee that come in and go, Oh no, what about this? What about that? Mm. Uh, very much the same as uh, why not put some sci-fi in this yeah, right. already sick thing that we're doing. Uh, no, cause you're going to fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we know of like, for example, we know about like th th this stage, we know of like various like um, well-known comedians who are like really into games. Right. Mm. Um, it's like Dara Breen he plays a lot of games yeah right? like we did 8-bit uh, TV show yeah yeah but but they and there's, and there's others but I can't remember now but, but he, his, his massive head comes to mind <laughs> at first immediately um, but like he I don't feel like he would ever do a set about games yeah for people who play games so with no explainers just 
yeah terminology and and and, and culture references that, yeah. that that aren't that aren't for the wider audience yeah that's a hard one have you ever tried to bring games into your into my stand up um i so i've i've no I, it's funny because <laughs> because exactly what you've said it's like yeah. there's there's some ideas i've had and i'm like okay but then i think to myself like it feels like it's too root one, whatever I'm, and, and like that's, there's a little bit of backstory behind that is that like root one is like, usually most jokes start out in that way and then obviously you write them better so that they become better jokes. But then I think with, I feel like it's better the other way around. I feel like it's better putting comedy in games as opposed to bringing games to comedy because yes. of what you're saying with like the, or and like or, or any reference you make has to be a fairly broad one because it's like and it really sucks because i think there are so many funny ideas in games yeah and in that world that are pretty relevant in the real world that you could do strange you say that because there is a Brian set i think he does in one of his specials where he does talk about video oh, games okay. like it's towards the end though so it's like it's not technically part of like the wider set it's like his encore yeah bit and it's really great like it's very much like you know he he sort of it's very close to what you're talking about in fact i think he also talks about it in the charlie brooker games wipe and i think that's in his set i'm not sure i might have to go back and watch it but he talks about in games wipe definitely he talks about how like video games are the only medium in which they will punish you for not doing the thing that needs you to do. Like you'll never read a book and then you'll get to the end chapter and be like, could you explain the themes and uh, <laughs> who these characters are? You're like, I can't. It's like, well, you can't read the rest of the book. Sorry. And it's like, that's a really funny, unique thing that games do. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the closest I'd say that you could, if you're writing comedy about gaming, you could do. It's like you almost, what you want to do is like not explain the specific game to people, but mm. perhaps a trope or something that video games do that is fairly relatable that most people are aware of. So something like the barrier of entry that you can't do this or like you have to get a power up in order to pass this thing yeah, or whatever. So like if you're going to do it, if you're going to write about it, and I guess it's much like anything in comedy, it's like that thing that everyone is vaguely aware of. Yeah. And strangely like comedy, it's like you sort of have to, that's your starting point. And then you can get nicher and nicher and nicher and you can, you can kind of, start chipping away at it and making it more focused towards a specific game thing. And yeah. strangely, people, even if they don't know the, the exact thing you're talking about, they'll, they'll get into it because they're like, because of your specificity. That's a th one thing I was, a, a big thing I learned about comedy is like, if you're super specific, even if people don't understand the exact thing you're referencing, they'll get a vague idea about it, but also because you're so specific, They'll be like, that's kind of funny because you're you're yes. you're like so hot on this one thing, right? Yeah, and then you're building your character, your on stage character, right? This guy, likes absolutely, this is weird like, thing. oh, they like that one specific thing. Yeah, okay. So it's like, yeah, I think it can be done, but I think it's like it's much like um, any specifically observational material. It's yeah. harder to write it, which is why I think a lot of people don't do it. Because I think also I think hmm. like you're saying before, there's this thing of like because we've chatted about this before, it's like how games are still in that, in that world where people are like, oh, they're for kids though, right? Like, mm. the, and it's really stupid because it's 
absolutely not the case at all. Yeah. Like there and and I and I say games I I don't like putting it in the wider sphere of like mobile gaming and all that stuff, but that is that is part of it. Yeah. Not because it's well, it's it's, it's mostly because of the microtransactiony nasty yes. gambling stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the design themselves. Even though specifically actually there are some games that I'm like to go back to what you're saying about Assassin's Creed like anything that's like an endless runner I yeah. consider that it's like that's barely a game yeah. there's, like, <laughs> there's like just enough yeah. to keep me yeah. entertained yeah. and I'm like but then like it's it's you know last ability longevity is like all of 10 minutes yeah because within that I'm like oh I it's like I do this I do that and I get these power-ups and outside of that there's no further exploration of like hacking it to get better at it or like then it just starts becoming luck yeah much like I've, I I always quite angry when I found this out. I found out that, um, uh, what is it, the matching one, Candy Crush. There's a certain point in the design of that where, so like up to a, up to a certain level, it's skill-based. But after that point, it starts being luck-based. And every yeah. um, matching tile or whatever that gets thrown onto the board is completely random. And the whole point is obviously to get you to spend money to buy more lives to keep playing the game. And I'm like, oh, that's... As soon as I found that out, I was like, I fucking hate this game now. Mm. Like, I instantly stopped playing it, got rid of it off my phone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really frustrating that... Obviously, that's what the company did to make money. Fine, whatever. But at the same time, you're like, oh, that really sucks. Mm. To go back to our design chat, it's mm. like, that from a design perspective, you're like, can't be bothered to do this anymore. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. isn't that very much like life? I suppose so. Skill based up to a point, but then it's luck, and you it's need more luck. money to get. Yeah, to get on. I suppose so. And and otherwise, so. you're fucked. Otherwise, you're, you're fucked. Well, that's depressing, isn't it? You're in a room. You can move up.